This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 83. 83. And day number 96 of Joe Biden pledging not to abandon Americans. Hundreds of them still there and their families and thousands of green card holders eligible to be here. And, of course, our Afghan allies that we promised we would get them the hell out of there. Uh, And he's just turned the page. You know, I don't think there's anybody else in media that I know of. No, nobody I know of that even mentions these people abandoned. Can you imagine if Donald Trump did this? What the what the reaction of the it would be America held hostage day number 83. Donald Trump abandons Americans. What we only care about our fellow Americans based on politics, because I've said this before. I don't care if every American that's there, if we can get them home, they're going to spend the rest of their lives and dedicate the rest of their lives to get me fired. There are people that get paid to do that. I wouldn't care. I want our fellow Americans home. It's not political to me. Not asking whether or not you're a Republican, a Democrat, conservative or liberal. You're American and you're held behind enemy lines and you're a hostage of a brutal terrorist organization known as the Taliban. That's not good for anybody. Um, A lot of attention now today, uh, rightly so, is, you know, the, the Democrats clearly have learned nothing. They've learned absolutely nothing about what happened on Tuesday as they now push their build back better new green deal socialism. And I know that there's a big deal whether or not this is there's going to be this vote in the House uh, today. To me, that part doesn't really even matter because I don't think Joe Manchin is going to go along with the House and their bill. I don't know how many of you saw the viral video of these, you know, activists blocking Joe Manchin from driving his car. He's moving his car. Well, don't stand in front of it. And I'm not saying to hit anybody. But I mean the outright harass. You know, in a million years, I've had instances. I'll tell you, I was at the, uh, it's what's called in Oyster Bay, New York. They have this Oyster Fest every year. And one year I was there and Chuck Schumer was walking by. And they had this big sign, Chuck Schumer, meet Chuck Schumer. So I went over and I introduced myself. He knew me right away. We had a civil conversation. What Civil conversation. Why do people feel they have a right to do the things they do and get in people's grill like this? That's that. You know, this, this is the danger. This is my challenge to like Liz Cheney. So they kick off Jim Jordan. They kick off Jim Banks. They stack the deck and they put on Kinzinger and they put on Liz Cheney uh, on this committee for January 6th. Now, we condemn what happened on January 6th. We have to protect our. Capital, our elected officials, our institutions. I said it then. I I said it now. I believed it then. I believe it now. But then, how is where's the committee investigating the 534 riots that resulted in thousands of police officers injured, police precincts burned to the ground, city blocks taken over, you know, cops pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, Molotov cocktails, dozens of Americans dead, and Nobody says a word about it. Why? Because Donald Trump wasn't involved in that part of it. If rioting is wrong, it's wrong everywhere. We had 534 of them. Official riots. Dozens of people died. Thousands were injured. Arson. 
uh, looting. All to, we're talking about billions of dollars in damage and theft. Nobody cares. And this is where, you know, you want to know what really led up to Tuesday. This, this is all, it's like a crescendo, which is building and building and building and building. And Americans don't like what happened in Afghanistan. They don't like the disaster that is known as the border. They don't like the fact that COVID got worse this year, even with, quote, three vaccines and monoclonal antibodies that Joe Biden only mentioned one time. And because it was working for Republicans, oh, they decided uh, they, they decided that, you know, we're going to we're going to ration it, even though we don't have a shortage of it. It's insane. Now, um, what's interesting is I don't want Democrats. I, I think if they want to continue and just act as though Tuesday didn't happen, I'm perfectly fine with that. And they want to push the new Green Deal radical socialism. Uh, I don't want that for the country. Nobody knows what's in this bill. Nobody knows whose taxes are going up. All we know is everything that Joe Biden and this this new Green Deal Democratic Socialist Party is thrust upon us is not working. Afghanistan, did you ever think in your life we'd abandon fellow Americans? I can't get over that. Well, Hannity, get over it. It's a reality. That's not the country I believe in. That's not the America that I know. That's not the military that I know. And yet, 13 days prior to doing it, Joe Biden says he's not going to abandon Americans. Okay, he abandons them. Then the disaster with COVID this year. You know what? You want to know where vaccine hesitancy comes from? It came from the CDC because they keep changing their opinion every five minutes. And the NIH and Dr. Fauci, oh, mask isn't going to work. And every other prediction that was wrong. Joe Biden, mixed messaging on vaccinations, fully vaccinated, socially distant, outside, mask on, then goes inside and and meets two elderly people, a former president named Jimmy Carter and his wife, Rosalind, 96, 93, respectively, take the mask off, get close and have no social distancing and take pictures. That make any sense? This has been going on the whole time. You know, Americans at this point, they don't know who to believe because they've changed and shifted the bar first. Oh, we can't we can't we can't do that. We can't have a vaccine mandate. Now you got a vaccine mandate. You know, they, they, every single prediction they made, they've gotten wrong. They never talk about the one therapeutic that we know is working, which is monoclonal antibodies. I know many, many people, this is only anecdotal, talk to your own doctor. I'm not going to play one on radio. Anyway, so this week is what it is. And one of the most underreported stories of the week is China laughing at, at Biden's apology. This is the disaster of Biden's week. He goes to Glasgow. He falls asleep. He has to be woken up by an aide. And then he apologizes for America pulling out of the Paris Climate Accords. Now China's mocking us over it. Uh, Meanwhile, China is viewed as a developing nation like India is. And America, you, the American people, we get suckered into paying the full freight of billions of dollars. And meanwhile, under Donald Trump, the last four years, we have reduced more carbon emissions than any other country on the face of the earth. How is that possible? But you've got failure, Afghanistan, failure at the border, failure with COVID, failure, obviously, with energy and failure on the economy. 
Ask yourself, what what is what has Joe Biden done that instills any confidence in anybody? China has no problem saber rattling every day over Taiwan. Nor does Putin have any problem moving troops closer and closer to Ukraine for what probably is going to be uh, a showdown with them. Now, Republican senators have requested the military aid for Taiwan amid pressure from China. I don't I don't even think Joe Biden cares. Now, China's calculation is this. They say, well, he said he wouldn't abandon Americans in Afghanistan. What makes us think that he really is going to back Taiwan? And by the way, that is a logical thought process, because I don't think Joe Biden would lift a finger for Taiwan. I actually still believe with all the money that Hunter Biden got in his one point five billion dollar Bank of China deal. That Biden is compromised. The family is compromised because if Libya knew that Hunter was a crack addict that like prostitutes, what do you think Russia has on on zero experience, Hunter? Because he got three and a half million dollars from a Russian oligarch, the former first lady of Moscow. One point five billion Bank of China. No experience. Just like the millions he got for no experience. Do you have any experience in oil? No. Energy? No. Gas, natural gas, no. Ukraine, no. Why do you think they gave you millions of dollars? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because your daddy's the vice president of the United States and and he's in charge of the money that will be distributed to Ukraine? Probably. Probably. I have an idea. What is it? He's going to paint him a picture. <laughs> a beautiful picture. A beautiful picture. By the way. If that's art, I'm an artist. Oh, forget about it. He's um, Picasso. You know, China mocking powerless Biden. It's just it's just a weak president. Now Biden is desperately all day today calling Democrats. Now he's begging them to vote for his agenda. Now, the question is, it really isn't about the House vote today. I know that the media is making it a big deal. I don't think it matters what the House does. The people that I'm most interested now and where they go are people like Manchin and Cinema, because I think Manchin has had it up to here because he sees the phony accounting that the Democrats are using. Nancy Pelosi once famously said, well, you can't pass a bill without. Um, it's going to be very, very exciting. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find, find out what is in it. And she also said you shouldn't pass a bill that hasn't been scored by the CBO, Congressional Budget Office. Well, the bill they have, I don't even think it's written yet. They're just telling people what they think is going to be in the in the final pat in the final bill. But then it still has to go to the Senate. You got Kamala Harris now to work on refugees, migration and borders in Paris. That's a headline in the Washington Examiner. Now there are some Democrats pointing the finger at Biden over the election wreckage. How could you not? Newsweek is asking the question, can Joe Biden save his presidency? The I have an answer that may surprise you. Can Joe Biden save his presidency? The answer is yes. And the, the way Joe could save his presidency is immediately go back to energy independence. That will help the economy greatly. He can bring back the stay in Mexico policy. He can bring back building the wall. He can bring back the Keystone XL pipeline, put it back online. He can open up 
exploration in Alaska. He can ask, instead of OPEC, ask Texas and Oklahoma and North Dakota to help. He can adopt the Trump policies on energy, on borders, on national defense, and he can send troops to go rescue the Americans that he abandoned in Afghanistan. Yeah, he can save his presidency. We did, you know, we were talking to Newt Gingrich yesterday about this. After the shellacking that Bill Clinton got in his first midterm, he did change course. He saved his presidency. Republicans took control of the House of Representatives for the first time in 40 years. Newt Gingrich ran on a contract with America, which I would like Republicans to do one year from now. I want them to coalesce, nationalize an election, elect us, and we will do these things. And make it the simple conservative principles that we talk about every day. And it worked. But Bill Clinton adjusted and he said the era of big government is over. The end of welfare as we know it. Now what happened as a result? Bill Clinton ended up getting reelected. I got to take a break. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, as we get more and more information, we now know that the virology lab in Wuhan seems 100% at this point, in my mind anyway, uh, the origins of the COVID virus. This all was took place in a lab. That's what we call gain of function. A letter from a guy by the name of Lawrence Tabak, the National Institute of Health's principal deputy director, to Congressman James Comer of Kentucky confirms that the NIH, this is Fauci's NIH, uh, funded research uh, at the virology lab in 2018 and 19 that manipulated a bat coronavirus called W1V1. Researchers at the Institute grafted spike proteins with other coronaviruses onto W1V1 to see if the modified virus was capable of binding in a mouse that possessed the ACE2 receptors that are also found in humans. The same receptor, by the way, which SARS-CoV-19 binds. The modified virus, gain of function, uh, what they found is reproduced more rapidly and made infected, humanized mice sicker than the unmodified virus. Now, starting in 2014, the NIH, uh, literally National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, headed by Anthony Fauci, gives out grants to study the risk of bat coronavirus's emergence. More than $3.7 million is given over the period of five years. And again, it's funneled through this group, the National, uh, the Eco Health Alliance. In 2018 and 19, that research creates coronaviruses more virulent, more easily transmitted. The NIH says that was a mistake and that they don't give gain money to gain of function research. Now, meanwhile, the NIH says that the manipulated virus was not COVID-19, does show that the sort of Wuhan lab was doing these sorts of experiments on wild bats. After the outbreak, anyway, they all, they all rally other scientists to push the idea that COVID-19 came from the wet market. Remember that comment? Investigators can find no natural origin for the virus. Looks like you paid for it. Unbelievable. And remember, the same guy that said 
gain of function is so important that even if it caused a worldwide pandemic, he still supports it. The great Dr. Fauci. Wow. does america deserves to know the truth about congress i had 25 to the top of the hour 800-941-SEAN our number we got a lot of ground to cover today and we will including the latest in the durham uh investigation which seems to run into perpetuity but um let me go back so this is newsweek hardly members of the vast right-wing conspiracy right And the headline is, can Joe Biden save his presidency? Joe Biden's presidency was meant to be defined by calm, experienced competence. Yet nine months into his term, he has been teetering on the brink of failure. Teetering? He's failed on every level. There's not a single thing I think a Democrat can point out. Hey, we're really better off because Joe did A, B, C, or D. Name one thing. If you can think of it, shout it out in your car. Or call us and tell us, because I can't, if somebody, if we find somebody, Katie, that has it as the issue that Joe's successful on, I want to hear it. They even go on and say no president in the modern era, not Jimmy Carter, not Donald Trump, has fallen out of grace so swiftly this soon into their presidency. So to answer their question, can Joe save his presidency? The answer is yes, he can. But the problem is, I don't think Joe knows what day of the week it is. I don't know who's in charge. I just don't know. Because the guy that fell asleep in Glasgow this week, the guy that just keeps, you know, repeating the the same things over and over again, expecting a different result. How many more times is he going to beg OPEC to increase oil production? How many more times will he be humiliated on the world stage as they reject him? Do you know how stupid... The war that, that he looks to the world, OPEC is is they understand our energy resources in this country, and they're like they're the dumbest people in the world. They're begging us for oil when they've got more than us, and we're stupid enough to allow a president to increase the the cost of everything, and and deny American high paying career jobs with with skill specific jobs for the for the energy industry yeah he can he can save his presidency go save the americans you abandoned in afghanistan uh bring back the stay in mexico policy start building the wall again and your idiotic policy of of catch and release but how embarrassing was it that joe biden had no clue that his own department of justice has the plan to pay $450,000 to illegal immigrants that were separated from their families during the Trump era. Turns out Peter Ducey was right and Biden was wrong. There are reports that were surfacing that your administration is planning to pay illegal immigrants who are separated from their families at the border up to $450,000 each, possibly a million dollars per family. Do you think that that might incentivize more people to come over illegally? If you guys keep sending that garbage out, yeah, but it's not true. So this is a garbage report? Yeah. Okay. So $450,000 $450, 
per person. Is that what you're saying? That was separated from a family member at the border under, under the last administration. That's not going to happen. Apparently it's happening because the administration confirmed it yesterday. I mean, this, this, these are the times we live in. Even the New York Times, you know, is pointing out Democrats, they will, if they deny the political reality, they do so at their own peril. And they ended up pointing out that what happened on Tuesday and no Democrat who cares about winning elections in 2022 and the presidency in 2024 should see this as anything else. And that is the result trend lines are a political nightmare for the Democratic Party. And he's and they go on. The New York Times familiar takeaways like a wake up call warning shot. Don't do justice here because the danger of ignoring those trends is too great what would uh what would uh do justice what is badly needed is an honest conversation in the democratic party about how to return to the moderate policies and values that fueled the blue wave victories in 2018 and won joe biden the presidency in 2020 well joe biden didn't campaign because he was in the candidate protection program You have a top Democratic super PAC telling the party they better shape up or they're going to face serious consequences. That's Priority USA, Priorities USA, one of their top Democratic super PACs. They said you better shape up or face serious losses in the midterms a year from now. The Daily Beast has an op-ed. They frame uh, white women, Yunkin voters as handmaidens of white supremacy. Wow. Later on, we'll have Joe Concha on. What do you hear? I was pretty shocked by all of this. Michael Eric Dyson, what he what he said about Winsome Sears, a black mouth moving, legitimizing white supremacy. And then we get all the lectures about our consumption. And, oh, you better shop early. And, oh, the supply chain issue is your fault. You know, now we have a secretary of energy. Average price of a gallon of gasoline up a buck fifty. Everything every American pays for costs more. You would think the energy secretary might be smart enough to stop begging OPEC that keeps rejecting their request to produce more oil. And Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary, burst out laughing when asked, what is the plan to increase oil production? And then she blames OPEC, the person that reduced artificially the supply of energy in the world is joe biden's policies his new green deal ism listen to her laugh what is the grand home plan to increase oil production in america <laughs> oh my god that is hilarious would that i had the magic wand on this as you know of course uh oil is a global market it is controlled by a cartel that cartel is called opec and they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning no we had our own energy independence how does she not know that how do they not go back to what worked this is where I, I think this is, this is such a radicalized party. They don't have any Bill Clinton in them, meaning the era of big government is over and the end of welfare as we know it. They, they, the, that moment will not come. With this party, it is impossible. It is controlled by the radical 
leftist, New Green Deal socialists, and they will not change one iota. And they're they're all they're going to do is lash out at the couple of moderates, if you even want to say that, about like Mansion and Cinema. Now, some Democrats have hit the panic button, a few of them, but not many of them. Nancy Pelosi admitted that election night was not a good night for the Democrats, but she's right back at it today. And she's trying to push this new Green Deal socialism. Okay, well, I don't think that's going to work. The American people have looked at it, don't want it, don't like it. There's nobody that's out there supporting it. Americans would respond if Joe Biden controlled the border, brought us back to energy independence, dramatically lowering the price of everything we're purchasing, reducing the the heavy, heavy toll of inflation on every American family, disproportionately impacting the poor and the middle class. It's unbelievable. They don't want to wake up. They stay, They think they know better. But it's not going to work. You know, look at what's happening. Truck drivers are now facing shortages. And many are expected to quit big companies because of the vaccine mandate. Just like in the military. Just like we see with nurses, emergency personnel, hospital workers, police, firemen. Officials warning the vaccine mandate could exacerbate the truck driver shortage we already have. Wall Street Journal points out Congress considers allowing teenagers to drive big rigs. I'm a little concerned about that because if you look at the higher incidence of accidents, it happens to end up being younger people, not as experienced drivers. Liberals, you know, on fake news CNN, I played this last night, there was a family of 11 and they, a Texas couple, nine children, two, by the way, they, they've adopted most of these kids. Two are their biological children. They've adopted six others. They have one foster child. Wonderful family, it sounds like to me. Very generous and kind and loving people to bring kids into their home that need a family. And she started seeing the prices of milk rising. She said a gallon of milk was $1.99. Now it's two seventy nine. When you buy 12 gallons a week, four. Uh, times four weeks, that's a lot of money. And she and her husband added that he felt guilty that they were being forced to buy less healthy food to save money. Then people in the liberal media start laughing. What, what, what's so funny about that? That's sad. Who's getting hurt here? We were a little ahead of the curve. We had a farmer call into this program and tell us that fertilizer shortages threaten also to spike food costs. We had a farmer tell us that directly a couple of weeks ago. And we're still begging OPEC. It is, you know, doubled down on stupid. We have a new report out, by the way, published by the Senate Joint Economic Committee. Massive labor shortage continues to grip the nation and hold back any economic recovery. And, of course, you got the pandemic on top of it. Now, of course, you got inflation and now the high cost cost of energy was it's not caused by OPEC. It's caused by Joe Biden. But Joe is busy appeasing the new Green Deal radicals in his party, unveiling a plan to reduce methane emissions by 2030. How about we drive down the price of gasoline first? How about we help out poor Americans and middle class Americans first? At what point, if you want to know what America last policies look like, you're seeing it every single day. 
This is a disaster in the making. And I don't see that they've learned a single thing from what happened this week. Doubts are now growing, and it looks like they've canceled the vote in the House today, which I kind of predicted. That You know, the only reason Nancy Pelosi cancels a vote, that means she doesn't have the votes. That's the only reason. She will not take a vote and lose. That's her M.O. So they were getting close to ramming through Biden's social agenda. But as I was saying at the beginning of the program, it wouldn't matter because Joe Manchin would have the last word anyway. And they can be as mad as they want at Joe Manchin. And they can surround his car all they want. Look like a mini insurrection. They're going to have Liz Cheney comment on that. Is Liz Cheney ever going to comment on the 534 riots that took place in the summer of 2020? Is she going to stand up for the thousands of police officers pelted with bricks, rocks, bottles, and Molotov cocktails? Or the dozens of Americans killed like Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr.? We haven't forgotten him or his father that now lives without his son in the Chop Chaz Autonomous Summer of Love Zone. The billions of dollars in, in financial losses for businesses as a result of either arson and or looting. Where's, where's that commission? Rioting is wrong, period. End of sentence. And everybody, if we're going to have a commission on the one riot, we should have them on all of them. How to prevent them from happening in the future. Um, I just, I, 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 I'm looking for any glimmer of hope here, and I don't really see it. Now, Democrats are clinging to the fact that the U.S. job market Posted much better numbers this month, which is okay. Non-farm payroll uh, jobs increasing. Uh, And I think it was 81,000 jobs higher than they expected. Okay, I'll take it. I want good news. I don't want bad news on the economy. The reality is there's nothing but bad news. The reality is inflation is here to stay. The reality is... Gas prices are not going to go down on their own, and it's not OPEC's fault. It's not a cartel's fault. It's this administration's fault because we had full, complete energy independence. That is one of the biggest causes of where our economy is right now. But do you think AOC and the squad and the new Green Deal socialists are going to allow Joe to bring back online the Keystone XL pipeline and exploration in Alaska and drilling in Texas and Oklahoma where they have all these moratoriums? I doubt it. You know, I'm all for any good economic news, but in September, you know, economists have been predicting 500,000 new jobs. They only got 194,000. 306,000 job shortfall in a month. August was even worse. It predicted 720,000 jobs. They only got 235,000 jobs. That's a 485,000 job shortfall in that month. I'll take the better news, but there really isn't a lot of. And all of these problems, every single one of them. Was easily preventable and everything could be reversed. But he'd have to adopt Donald Trump's policies. Because they were working. Most Americans don't even know that we had more COVID deaths in 2021 than 2020. How's that possible? How is that not big news in the country?